0: everyone My name is Mark Lynn, and I'm a recruiter at Florida State College at Jacksonville. And I'm here with Ms. Christine Jordan, Professor and Program Director of Cardiovascular Technology here at our college. She's here to talk a little bit about this position and the ideal candidate for this role. So, Christine, thanks for taking time to talk with me today.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Mark. Uh, Let me explain our program just a little bit so you can better understand the position that we have available. So, in the Cardiovascular Technology Program, here at FSCJ, we have two specialty areas that we actually teach. We teach the invasive specialty area, which is our cardiac catheterization technologist, and then we also teach ultrasound. And so this position is for the invasive specialist that will teach in our cardiac catheterization area.
0: Okay, so I know the minimum requirements for this particular position is having a bachelor's degree or higher in health related disciplines an associate's degree in cardiovascular technology, a licensure, and three years of work experience. But do you have any preferred qualifications for the
1: role? Well, we always prefer teaching, although this is the health-related field. And by our careers, we're not educators. We are specialties in our field. So certainly teaching experience is a plus a lot of people who work in our field don't realize that they do have teaching experience. So we do have area hospitals that work with our students that are preceptors. And so if you've been a preceptor at one of our area hospitals, then that is considered teaching experience as well.
0: Understood. So what does that look like in regards to a work schedule?
1: So the work schedule is lighter than what you would work in the field. So we are contracted for two semesters, And then you are required to have a minimum of 10 office hours. So that's usually probably somewhere around 35 hours a week. Um, With contracting those two semesters, the program is all year round. And so um, you do teach in the summertime an extra semester. You can find someone to teach with you or for you if you can find someone to teach in that summer semester. You're not required to teach in that summer semester. Now, we do have several weeks off. So in the summertime, you get about six to seven weeks off. And then, of course, we get time off at Christmas break. We get time off for spring break. So that's one of the things that may attract someone to this position is uh, more time off.
0: Understood. So just to add on to that statement that you had, um, is this a... Uh, fall and spring 180-day uh, contract in addition to working during the summer that you mentioned, just to clarify?
1: That, yes, that is correct. So you would be contracted to work for the fall and spring, and then summer would be an overload. If you choose to work for the summer, summer would be an overload. Now that summer semester, though, is only seven weeks, so it's not a full 15-week semester. It's just a seven-week semester.
0: Okay. Thank you for that. So uh, the next question is, is there a telework or a work from home possibility? And if so, what would that look like?
1: We don't typically work from home. Um, we, we like to um, work one-on-one with our students uh, didactically and in the lab. And most of all of our classes have a lab attached to them, a lab setting where they have to actually perform hands-on skills. And so we are in the classroom typically Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Mondays are our days that we use to visit clinic um, to help students if they need extra help. Uh, But typically we're only in the classroom Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays.
0: Understood. So, will this position require any travel outside of our Nassau
1: Center location? It will require some travel, not too far, but this position also includes the clinical coordinating position. So, you would be the professor for the invasive specialty area and also the clinical coordinator. And so, our students are in the clinic um, probably, I would say, two semesters of the year. And so, that would require you, again, on Mondays to visit the clinic or on Fridays to visit the clinic and see how the students are doing in the clinical sites.
0: Okay. So now that you've let us know how a candidate can succeed in this position, can you tell us what tools are available in order for the candidate to succeed in this role?
1: Sure. I I would say probably the most beneficial would be Uh, teaching information because again we are in the health-related field. We're not educators by trade and so we have to have that passion for teaching and then the teaching will come from experience. So certainly in our faculty development courses we have lots of different modules to help us with methods of teaching. um, How to deal with difficult students, how to motivate students, how to to prepare a course syllabus. You know, simple things like that. So there's a lot of information in regards to those parts of teaching, and then of course, um, I've been teaching for 20 years, so I would be there as a a mentor for this person. I have taught some of these courses. Now I haven't taught cardiac catheterization. I did work in a cardiac cath lab, but I will be there the whole time, you know, to help in regards to um, any type of questions, uh, you know, in regards to teaching. The curriculum is already developed, and so. So we do follow our state and our national curriculum for cardiovascular technology, so that's already created for them. Um, of course, it's their course, so if, if they want to add a little bit, there's certainly some things that we have to have in that based on the state, but that is already written and ready for them when they come on board.
0: Understood. So, you know, like you said, this particular position, if you're not pretty familiar with teaching, there are a lot of opportunities to have individuals who are maybe so used to working on the floor that may not have a lot of teaching experience. They can actually go in there and learn from you, as well as other resources to basically understand how to be an instructor in this particular discipline, right? Sure.
1: Absolutely. You know, Again, we, we're, we're subject matter experts mm-hmm. in the field. And so teaching positions don't come along very often. Yeah. In fact, there's only probably five cardiovascular schools in the state of Florida. And so um, people that are subject matter experts in our field are the ones who come back and teach for our students. And so, yes, um, that is something that if you haven't taught before, you know, standing up like didactic teaching, Mm -hmm. then that is certainly something that, um, you know, we can help you with. And that's something that you you learn.
0: Okay, great. So I'm glad to hear of the many ways we can assist our employees at FSCJ. But if I may also add that we're also dedicated to placing our employees in the best position to succeed, not only in their job, but life outside of work. We offer our full-time employees insurance, Paid leave, retirement, professional development, and employee assistance in a professional, inclusive, diverse, and collaborative work environment. So, Christine, I know we agree that the cardiovascular discipline area has always been such a lucrative area to be in, especially now. Can you let me know what makes this job stand out among all other opportunities in this particular profession? In essence, uh, what makes this job so special? Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. So we, you know, I know this sounds cliché, but we are actually saving lives. We deal with patients who are having heart attacks and time is of the essence when you're having a heart attack because certainly a, that's a sign and symptom is that someone can die from a heart attack. So the cardiovascular field is very rewarding. Uh, heart disease is the number one killer in the United States. And so um, it's just very exciting. My grandfather died of a heart attack at 51. And so it's very exciting for me to be in this field to feel like I'm giving back to um, teaching these individuals to be not just Okay, in their field, we want them to be great in their field.
0: All right, Christine. Well, I appreciate you giving a personal experience on why this particular position is, you know, so special—not just to you, but for the um, for our students that are learning um, in this particular discipline. Okay, so. I now wanna steer the conversation a little towards you now. So I know I'm putting you on the spot, but as the program director for this particular position, what can you say is your leadership style? And in other words, what should the candidate expect from you as their director?
1: Sure, so um, I would be working side by side with this instructor. So Dr. Henning would of course be their dean and uh, be their immediate supervisor. Um, but working side by side with me, I just have a passion for teaching. When I go into the classroom, I get excited about going into the classroom. And so I think that with a new instructor coming on board, that certainly they can see the excitement from me and they can see the, the excitement that comes from our students as well, getting excited about the field, um, I I do. I am a rule follower. So um, one of the things that I've found from 20 years of teaching is that um, we follow a set of rules and that way it's, it's easy for everyone just to be as fair as possible. And so we, do, we certainly do have rules and regulations within the program. And so that's usually my responsibility to make sure that everyone's following those rules and regulations. And one of the reasons that we do that, most of the rules and policies that we have is from our clinical sites, is that our clinical sites will say, you know, we want someone who is dependable, who's timely, who um, is here, um, who's a hard worker, who's teachable, who's coachable, you know, those kinds of things. Um, if you're absent from uh, clinic, if you're absent from the job, it's not like you just put your paperwork. You know, off for the day, we still have studies to do. We still have patients that come in. We still have emergencies. And if you have a person that's out a lot um, in regards to students, then um, you're going to be working with a team that is, um, you know, one less staff. And so, um, you know, that's really my job is to, is to follow those policies and procedures. But, you know, we, we try to make it as fun as possible. Um, and like I said, I, I enjoy this field, I'm very passionate about this field. Field. And so I'm excited to, to work along someone who has the same passion that I do.
0: All right, Christine. Well, uh, thank you for sharing so much great information about this role. So you listeners out there, if what you heard sounds like something that you're interested in becoming, well, what are you waiting for? Go back to the job posting to read more about this job. At the bottom of the posting, you will see a button called Apply. Click on that button to start the application process. But just know that you need to log in. And if you don't already have a Florida State College at Jacksonville applicant account, it will prompt you to create a username and password. But be sure to have your resume handy to attach to your online application. But if you are a current employee of FSCJ who is interested in this role, just log in to my.fscj.edu and navigate to Employee Self-Service. Once there, click on the Careers and Recruiting tile and then the Careers tile to enter our internal applicant job site to search and apply for this particular position. But keep in mind that you don't need to sign in again as you are already logged in to my.fscj.edu. And finally, I just want to thank all of you for sticking around to learn more about this position and hope that this created a better understanding on if this role is right for you. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me or our other members of our talent acquisition team at 904-632-3210 and we'll help you out. My name is Mark Lynn, and I'm looking forward to making you part of our students' success story.